now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the, the Derriers. Doing what we do, basically, driving up and down the road in our old RV. Yep. Picking up tunes. Yep. We're, we're everywhere. Wherever they are. Yep. I found one laying underneath a jukebox. Wow. It must have been well used. Do you think it fell out? I or? think it fell out. Wow. So it's a great tune. We're yeah. going to have to use it. Well, good. Yeah. Well, you know, people ask us, they say, Derriere is exactly what is Americana music? Which is a fair question. Well, it's fair, and we have a decent answer. <laughs> yeah, which is the best we've been able to do so far. <laughs> well, there's a lot of definitions and oh, a lot sure. of opinions, yeah. of which we have uh, one of each, which actually it's the same one. It's the same one. And we think that it's music with distinctive, distinctive American, American roots. roots. That's right. Yeah. And and that's a very broad palette. It is. I it mean, is. It, it does exclude the Beatles. It does because they're British. They're British. Can't do the Stones. Nope. Right. But that's it, right. but it could be uh, it could be funk. It could be rock and roll. It could be heavy metal. Soul. Bluegrass. Ragtime. Uh, blues. It could be. Um, did you say country? Not yet. Okay. But, uh, it could be Tejano. It could even be bubblegum. And it has been bubblegum on the show. It has been bubblegum before, that's yeah. true. Yeah, could be salsa. It could be salsa. And you know what else it could be? It could be boogaloo. boogaloo. And it should be boogaloo. It should be boogaloo. More I just often. like saying boogaloo. boogaloo. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. So the format of the show is that we uh, each of us shows up each week with a virtual fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other that's guy. That's the only rule. And, uh, and then we parse them out one at a time, and we take turns starting the show. I think I started last time. You did. Okay, so you're up. Uh, okay, so um, you know, you know me. I stumble around and find stuff, and you I stumble a lot. I stumbled onto this um, bluegrass compilation. Okay, uh-huh. and and there was a song on there called Banjo Boy. <laughs> And, oh boy. And I think the only reason it made it on the bluegrass compilation is because of the name. Yeah. I don't guess anybody really listened to it. <laughs> well, there's no banjos? <laughs> oh, there's banjos. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> this was this is one heck of a rabbit hole. So uh the the song was written by an uh, Austrian composer named Charlie Neeson, C H A R L Y, okay? Okay. And it was originally uh, the first time it was recorded was in 1959 by this Swedish duo of brothers named Jan and Keld, K-J-E-L-D, Keld, I think that's how it's pronounced. Okay. Then in 1960, it was recorded by George Formby, and that's the original one that I found. Of course, he's British. Yeah. Dorothy Collins, who we covered on this show. Right. The Honey Twins. Wow. Which was, uh, they were, uh, uh, I think they were German. Um, You're still looking for a connection here, right? Art Mooney and his orchestra. So all four of those did it in 1960. Oh, man. So it was of this popular little tune. So we're going to feature the Art Mooney version, but I am going to break protocol just a little bit Mm -hmm. because I'm going to tell you, I found a video of this uh, Jan and Keld. um, 
it is. I mean, it wouldn't make sense to even play it uh, because I mean, it's it's goofy and funny uh, playing it. But it's a video, and it's kind of in a sepia tone. And these brothers, one of them is left-handed, so they're playing these banjos in kind of a V formation, oh, no. side by side, smiling like everything. They're probably a couple of years apart. And they're in this room where there are instruments hanging from the ceiling and twirling around. Oh, and the man. whole thing is in a sepia tone. <laughs> I mean, it is just, it is too good not to put on our website. Okay. So, uh, so I am featuring the tune by an American um, uh, composer. Uh, just something real quick about uh, Arthur Mooney. Um, his, his biggest hits were I'm Looking Over a Four-Leaf Clover, yep. mm-hmm. uh, Baby Face, and uh, in 1950. Uh, Five, uh, nothing for Christmas. Oh, hey, okay, nothing. Yeah, okay, yeah. So, uh, so anyway, he's you know, I'm probably doing him a terrible disservice by playing this song, but it's just goofy. So, we're gonna listen to Art Mooney doing Banjo Boy. Every day as I go by his window, I can see him plink up, look away. Practicing his happy banjo music And at times like this I always sing Play a song, play a song Little banjo boy That's your four-string riverboat-style band. Oh, yeah, tenor banjos. But that is one of the craziest songs I've ever heard. So I'm going to put Jan and Kel doing this uh, on our website. On the website? Okay. I'm telling you, folks, if you never have gone to our website before, you need to go look at this. (laughs) If you you like Dr. Demento, uh, this is right out of there. It's great stuff. Uh, Oh, brother. Okay, Leo. uh, Well, we started it off weird. Where are we going now? Oh. Okay, you've kind of put me in a in a banjo state of mind here. So, okay. so I guess that's a thing. I don't know if it's a thing or not. I'm gonna I'm kind of gonna get into uh, Oren's uh, wheelhouse. Oh, cool! A little bit. Um, 
because I want to talk about a band that was basically a band that was made up for you know a specific purpose. We're talking about old and in the way. Oh yeah. Okay. They got together uh, in 1973. And they did this one album together. And yeah. it was a bunch of all-stars. I mean, we're talking Peter Rowan, Vassar Clements, Jerry Garcia, David Grisman, and John Kahn. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing about when the group was first performing, it was intended that John Hartford was supposed to be the fiddle player. Okay. But he had, uh, he had engagements and conflicts, so they got Vassar Clements in instead. Which may be one of the best things that ever happened to yeah. Bastard Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's in a great. Uh, it's a great album. They did a bunch of traditional stuff, in uh, Pig and a Pin, you know. But they also covered stuff by uh, Rolling Stones. You know, they did Wild Horses on this thing, and and Peter Rowan uh, his Panama uh, Panama Red uh, thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it just it was just a great project, you know. And in uh, 2015, there were only two surviving members of the original band left that was peter rowan and david grisman and they performed a set with the string cheese incident oh yeah which i don't know if we put them on this program yet or not i don't think we have uh but anyway they did they did a great uh little reunion anyway but let's just listen i this is uh, one of my favorite cuts off of this this is old and in the way
And I guess I should have mentioned this before I played it, but that was recorded live. Obviously. One of the most iconic bluegrass albums ever recorded, you know. Yeah. But, but there you go, man. Yeah, it's good. Okay, let's see. I think it's back to you. Uh, well, we're going to do a song called Banjo Boy. Hey, wait, 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 wait. What? Uh, deja Vu all over again. What? Well, didn't we just do Banjo Boy? So when I was searching, uh, researching Banjo Boy, I found another song called Banjo Boy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Well, and this is by a group called Ryan Shoop and the Rubber Band. Oh, oh wait a minute. Now, yeah, I think I know where you're going. They're from uh, Ogden, Utah. And didn't we encounter them once? Uh, at Telluride. At Telluride, yeah. Colorado, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, we were at Spontaneous Combustion. We were in the band contest. That's correct. We took second place. To the Rubber Band. The rubber Band took first place. Yeah. As I recall, they had congas in the band. They did. And as I recall, there was a, a rule that you couldn't have drums. You couldn't have drums. But anyway. Oh, that's history. Okay, that's, you're actually going to play these guys on our show. I am because... Okay. because a banjo um, Boy. It's called Banjo Boy. And um, uh, <laughs> let me talk a little bit about the band. Um, Brian Shoup, he started out um, with a, a band called uh, the Pee Wee Pickers when he was like 10 years old, right? <laughs> so it reminds me of uh, Blue Night Express down in Winfield. Yes. Uh, but anyway, so, but his experiences in bands forming and then breaking up led him to the concept of a rubber band which would be elastic in members being able to rotate in and out without a name change or breaking a groove. So that's mm, where Rubber Band well, came from. I get from. the concept. That okay. makes sense, yeah. So anyway, you know, they're, they're kind of a, a, a good local band. Uh, you know, they had um, uh, one of their biggest appearances was on that TV show called Extreme Makeover Home Edition. This was back in uh, 2006, and uh, where they go in and redo somebody's house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a house in Logden, uh, Logan, Utah, and they were on that show. Apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, so good for them. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, the the reason I like this the the song it's it's about a guy that he wants to be like a famous rock and roll star. Yeah, you know, it's the thing he wants more than anything. But he plays the banjo. <laughs> This is, this is a problem. Unless you're Bela Fleck. Yeah. Unless you're Bela Fleck. That's, gonna be a that's about it. But it's it's really clever. You know how I like clever tunes. So uh, this is off their album, Dream Big. Ryan Shoup and the rubber band doing Banjo Boy. I want to be a rock star and travel really far. I want to be a big expensive car. And make lots of money and find me a honey. So it's sunny with the pool and I'll be cool I'll always have a gig cause I'll be big I'll have parties and friends and places to go The only problem is I play the banjo And all the babies will love me sell out shows The only problem is I play the banjo Boys, hear my song, I'm taking on the banjo all day long. 
me on the TV talk show with Dave Conan and Jay Leno. The only problem is I play the banjo. Give you for this. <laughs> I know. Eventually. Yeah, well, anyway. Okay. Hey, you know what? What? We've burned up our time on this oh, man, set. I Just being it. stupid and yeah. all that. That's so, uh, so us. That's so us. <laughs> Uh, so let's see. Um, tomorrow's moving day. Yeah, as of usual. course. And so uh, I will tell you right up front, it's my turn to check the left rear inside it duel. Is. I'm keeping track now. Yeah, good okay. for you. Okay. Okay, so you need to get a trash bag and, and you need to glad to do it. police the area. I will. And we'll do that. So uh, we'll go do that and we'll be back. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. Wasn't too awful. Yeah, yeah. How, how was the tire? Uh, four pounds down. Four pounds down. Yeah, that's just, pretty consistent. Yeah, a few things in our life are as consistent. As <laughs> that's that, right. That's the way the tire that just deflates it. That says something about our lives, doesn't uh, it? Ah, uh, uh, yeah. It's uh, sort of pathetic, I suppose. I guess so. Yeah. Well, we are brat- broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Clear Lake Park, Minnesota. Clear Lake Park. You yeah. know, I didn't really quite realize this when we just threw the dart, right? Yeah. But we're, we're like a stone's throw from, you know, those Twin Cities up here. Um, right. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Right. right? That's just, true. Just a little ways out here. Mm-hmm. So, And this place is beautiful. I mean, you saw it as we came in. But, you know, when we pulled it, it was late. Okay. That's my only right. excuse. I was driving. I think you were sleeping. I, yeah. And we got in, and I just kind of pulled into the first place I found. We've done that. You know, yeah. you go the next morning. You, right. Well, when we woke up the next morning, we were surrounded uh, by Airstream trailers. Uh, correct. And A sea of silver. And the reason I, we got up is there was a guy knocking on the door. Uh-huh. We, what I didn't know, and we found out, is that this is an Airstream-only park. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess, uh, you know, it's, fortunately, it's not Shady Grove. Uh-huh. That's down the road a little bit. Uh-huh. But... So my first thought was, how can we get... I don't want to move. Yeah, well, yeah, that's always a hassle. I thought maybe we'd get a lot of aluminum foil and just 
cover Rosie up. Right. That wasn't going to work. Yeah. Anyway, it's a yeah. beautiful park, but right. Shady Grove is also beautiful. Yes. And uh, we did find a couple of good places to eat here. This Lakeshore or something, uh, that diner we've been going to. Yeah. So th- it's good. It's good food. I mean, I'll tell you, here's the one thing we got to remember to do. Next time we swing back Kansas City, uh-huh. let's grab some of our fishing gear. Oh, yeah. Because this is a place we should be fishing. Oh, yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Okay, good plan. Okay. Well, um, you know, uh, people ask us uh, periodically. (laughs) Periodically. uh, They say... uh, Why do you have your motorhome covered in (laughs) aluminum foil? (laughs) Because people are tracking us. That's right. Uh, they say, uh, you know, wh- why is it that you travel across this great country of ours in that old RV and, uh, you know, uh, do your show from Shady Grove it's, RV parks? We don't have any place else to go, really. <laughs> Unlike our compadres here at Truckers Radio USA, who That's have right. these things called ranches. ranches yes. Yeah, and they do their shows from the relative comfort of their ranches. Exactly. Uh, you know, uh, of course, Rex Allen Jr. has the Rockin' Diamond R Ranch and the... Dos Cabezas Mountains, Mountains, Uh, Alan Bailey, the Swingin' Great Gate Ranch out in western Kansas, Tennessee Jim, the Diamond W Ranch on the edge of the Kansas Flint Hills, and of course, Orrin Friesen has the Rockin' Banjo Ranch. Exactly, right. And so, uh, you know, we used to whine about the fact that we didn't have a ranch. We did. Uh, You know, until our pal Suzanne set us straight. And And she she said, said, you you guys, she said, you have the biggest ranch of all. You have the entire continental United States. We have coast to coast and cheek to cheek. You might say that. Uh, And it is uh, a ranch without without fences. fences, Right. So so good for us. And we roamed that range in our RV called... Ramblin' Road. Sweet Rosie. Rosie gets us there. She does. She yeah. may not be an Airstream, but yeah. she, uh, she's she got class. Yeah, she does. She, it's all low class. But yeah, well, it's okay. It's a class of its own. Yes, that's true. Well, Leo, uh, I think it's back to you. <sighs> this is this is kind of weird. Um, we have some friends back in Kansas City. A couple. Uh, one, yeah, a couple <laughs> that we still call friends. One of these guys, Jason Beers. Yeah. We enjoy Jason. Oh, Jason's great. But he's kind of a nut. In, yeah. in a good way. In a good way. He's a good musician, and he does a lot of, uh, you know. But he and another friend of ours named Hank Tilbury yep. got into a conversation on Facebook that I was reading, and it was about this band, and uh, I had never heard of the band they're talking about. Okay. Okay. But listen, here's the thing. The band was called, uh, what was called called, he, he referred to it as Herbie Stone, uh, and Herbie Stone 4, or something like that. Uh very weird. This is four guys that sing in unison. That's it. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, getting on when we travel and stuff, getting on airplane, we're lugging amplifiers and instruments. Can you imagine just being? We're all just we're just vocalists, and we're all going to sing exactly the same thing. Anyway, <laughs> that's kind of what we do. So wow. So Jason says I, I'm talking about their post on there. He goes, I actually own several of their albums, like ten. Or so, you know, and his friend replies, he said, uh, I guess somebody had to take a hit for the team. <laughs> and, and then the final comment, but she says, but really, that's so weird. There's not even a support group for it. <laughs> Perfect. So, so this is the, it's a Kirby Stone 4. All right. And it's important to notice they started out as a sextet and then a quintet before they got down to the, these four guys. And they were uh, formed in the years after World War II. 
and began playing clubs in the New York area. Now, and they got slots on local television, including Ed Sullivan, and then they got a contract from Columbia Records. Now, you and I grew up in a house with a, 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 our mother played a lot of Ray Conniff records, remember? Oh, yeah. And they had an orchestra, and uh-huh. then they had these singers. So the style that these guys were doing it essentially was absorbed by Ray Conniff. Okay. Which more or less put them out of business, right? All right, but, but then Ray Conniff added like uh, harmonies. Harmonies, okay. <laughs> so listen, this this is this is actually part one of where I'm going with it. Oh boy, I'm going to start with these guys here, and this was their big hit. They were nominated for a Grammy on this song. This is the Kirby Stone Four. I think it's 1958, uh, and it's called Bobbles, Bangles, and Beats. <laughs> Here are they ring, jingling, jingling the bubbles, bangles, bright shiny beads, sparkles, spangles. Her heart will ring, jingling, jingling, wearing bubbles, bangles and beads. She'll glitter and gleam. So make somebody dream. So that. Someday I may buy her a ring, jingle-ling-a-ling, I've heard that's where it leads. When you're wearing baubles, bangles, bright, shiny beats. Is that weird enough for you? So, you know, to make it even weirder, um, the backup singers sing in unison also. I know. <laughs> I know. And what's weird, because they worked with all kinds of other, you know, backup orchestras and, yeah. and chorales and everything. And there's yeah. not a harmony note. So, now, listen, well, I'm gonna, a little later, I'm going to get into the thing where they finally had to put harmony in there someplace. Okay. So I've got a little collaboration to play for you. After all right. That. Awesome. Uh, okay, you're up. What's up? Uh, we received a CD in the mail uh, from a guy by the name of Chris Gunther. And um, uh, I, I looked up, I couldn't find a lot on him, and he didn't really send a whole lot, but uh, he's a native of uh, Mossy Rock. and um, Mossy Rock. I think that's Montana. 
Okay. Man, I, I don't have it down here. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, but uh, he grew up uh, musical, uh, but he really identified by the Bakersfield country sound. And of course, Merle Haggard. Merle Haggard, and yeah. it's also uh, Lizzie Bakersfield. That would be, um, well, whatever. Go on. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so when he bought his first guitar, he said, I wanted a Fender Telecaster so I could be like those guys, you know? So, um, uh, you know, of course, he liked George Strait, Johnny Cash, Ricky Skaggs, and Highwaymen. And uh, his first band in high school was called the Honky Tonk Drifters. And, drifters uh, or drift- drifters? Drifters, okay. Yeah, different things, uh-huh, right? Definitely. Yeah, but, uh, but, and they'd been uh, accompanying for uh, over two, two decades, it says. But um, he, uh, uh, it, it, he it, it's interesting, and he said, um, so he's, he's done that kind of Bakersfield thing, but he said, I've always wanted to get involved in the cowboy gathering scenes that include Western art and poetry. Okay. So I think he found us through the uh, International Western Music Association. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so this is kind of his first, um, I think, toe in the water uh, into Western music. Mm. And it's called uh, American Outlaw, Volume 1. So we're assuming probably some more of that's going to come on. Uh, but the, uh, the title of the song is Good Night from the Good Night Loving Trail. Oh. Right. So if you don't know that, it was a trail using cattle drives in the late 1860s. Right. right. Um, it was for uh, cattleman Charles Goodnight and Oliver Loving. And as a little sidelight, right? Uh, Charlie Goodnight was the guy who developed the uh, the chuck wagon. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's what they named it, Charlie Chuck Chuck Wagon. Yeah. So there you go. So uh, it, it be- the trail itself be- be- started out in Fort Belknap, Texas. And it went through New Mexico to Fort Sumner. Mm-hmm. Okay, then eventually it went on into Colorado and Wyoming. So um, it, it's a clever tune. I like it. And uh, it, it's uh, pretty sweet. So, uh, Chris, this is from your album, American Outlaw, Volume 1, Good Night from the Good Night Loving Trail. Texas on the route of the Overland Mail. Two thousand head of cattle on the Gurdnight Loving Trail. Bound for Pecos River, we slowly made our way. Thirteen restless riders working eighteen-hour days. Good night from the Gurdnight Loving Trail. We're heading north to Denver, driving cattle to the rail. I promise that I'd write you if I had a chance at all. If I'm not back by summer's end, then I'll be back by fall. At Stake Plains we met in nightfall, made camp by the riverside. North of Horsehead crossing up again before daylight We rested in Fort Sumner Rode hard the next few days After riding on North Pueblo Denver's 100 miles away Good night from the good night loving trail We're heading north of Denver Driving cattle to the rail I promise that I'd write you if I had a chance at all 
my back by summer's end and I'll get back by fall. We sold that herd of cattle and split it 13 ways. I spent the night in Denver and decided not to stay. There's so much I could tell you, I could spin many tales of my 1800 mile drive on the good night loving trail. There's so much I could tell you, I could spin many tales of my 1800 mile drive on the good night loving trail. Good night from the good night loving trail. We're heading north to Denver. Driving cattle to the rail I promise that I'd write you If I had a chance at all If I'm not back by summer's end Then I'll be back by fall That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, good luck to Chris, man. That's, yeah. It sounds like good stuff. Well, thanks, Chris, for sending that to us. I'm glad we were able to feature something off of it. And Leo, it's back to you. You've got that, a grin on your face. <laughs> I'm going to make a U-turn here. Okay. Uh, we just got done with Kirby Stone, you know, on the Bobbles, Bangles, and Beats thing. Yes, right? we did. No, no harmony yeah. no harmony vocals, whatever. Yeah, uh-uh. Okay, years later, they did a rock and roll, you know, look, I'm doing hashtags here. Okay. Album. And uh, with the tokens, the tokens were famous for the lion sleeps tonight. That, oh, I was trying to remember. Yeah, that, that was their big deal, right? Okay. So they got in there with the tokens, and, and they called this this new ensemble the United States Double Quartet. <laughs> now, <Okay. laughs> now these guys. <laughs> this is, I guess, this is the only way they could figure to get harmonies into this thing, right? So I don't want to overhype this song. I'm just going to play it. This this is the United States Double Quartet uh, doing I I don't know what. Just listen to it. Sleep in parts and I sleep in jail. Life is groovy. 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 Gro
Speechless. No, listen, they had a name for the style. Oh, it yeah? was called the Go Sound. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to call it rock and roll. Let's, you know, let's come up with another name. For a double quartet, they did sing a lot of unison. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Well, Leo, I think you might have outdone yourself there. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty something much. to be proud of, which is yeah. kind of pathetic. <laughs> I'm grasping at straws. And you know what? What? Uh, we have wasted oh, man, uh, we another whole set on nonsense. Yeah, and, pretty uh, much. Pretty hey, much. you know, I'm still, I'm still looking on... Uh, looking for um, sponsors. Yes, we. Oh yeah. yeah. Any luck? Well, I was, you know, I was making bologna sandwiches uh, yesterday, and, uh-huh. I, and I thought that's like bu- what we eat. All well, yeah, day. and I go, you know, we buy a lot of bread. Yeah, white bread. You white know? bread. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what we kind of are. That's what we are white uh, bread guys. <laughs> so. I thought I found this company, and I think maybe we could get them as a sponsor. Okay, give it a listen. So good, so fresh, so southern. Did you hear what the colonel said? Yeah, I'd even go north for southern bread. So good, so fresh, so southern. Toasted golden. The Dixie way to start the day So good, so fresh, so southern There's something of the south we bake In every single loaf Make no mistake So good, so fresh, so southern Reach for the bread With the southern kernel on the label For he puts southern goodness On your table So good, so fresh, so southern Oh, we're backing up Yes, we are, look out Look out Yeah You know, those airstreams don't do that no, they don't. They just go, oh, excuse me, yeah, excuse me. They're, yeah. pr- they're pretty polite. Polite, yeah. yeah. Not like us. <laughs> Not like Rosie. <laughs> no, sir. No. Uh, well, you know, uh, this is the part of the show where uh, even after uh, what we've done so far, we still ask people... Uh, <laughs> It would sure be nice if you would uh, like to, to visit our right. websites. Look, overlook the other stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, if you haven't ever been to our website before, you need to go check the video I just put up there. But oh boy. Uh, uh, the one for this show, of course, is thederrieres.com. And but, but please, please, as God is my witness, yes. don't forget the. It's such a tiny word. It is. Uh, but if you, if you omit it, you will never forget it. No, you won't. That's our new motto. Our new motto. Yeah. So uh, go there. And, uh, of course, the one for the band is... threetrailswest.com with uh-huh. the number three. Yeah. So we're pretty easy to find. Yeah. And if you go to either of those websites, you will find a lot of content. content and, and if you visit, you will be contented. contented. But there's so much. Oh, yeah. You become confused, confused. In which case, just 
contact us. And we'll get you straightened out. Yeah, there are contact us tabs at both websites. And, of course, you can get directly to us through our uh, cool email addresses. That's right. What's yours? Uh, it's Roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. And mine is Leo, also no D. Mm-hmm. At thedairyers.com. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, oh, the other thing is, if you go to thedairyers.com, go to the Americana Roadshow tab, and you can listen to or download any of our past episodes and listen to them at your leisure. Preferably in your, your leisure, leisure suit, suit which yes. would be super cool. That'd be cool. Kind of a pastel blue, maybe, or Take something. Take a picture. We'll put that on the website. Oh, boy, we sure would. We would. So, as our good buddy Mike Carr says, go, go nowhere without the Darriers. Thanks, yeah. Mike. Yeah, Mike. Well, All right. Are we? I think we're. I, the, the last segment kind of ended in a weird way. <laughs> it was kind of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's back to me. Okay. It's back to you. So, uh, uh, once again, our pal Katie uh-huh. comes through again. Right. Um, and uh, she turned me on to this uh, next uh, uh, entertainer. And I think she is, uh, boy, I wish the neighbors would control the their dog. That can, like, it's kind of a dog yappy out. dog. She is. Yeah. But what the, uh, well, she's nice enough in person, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. she yaps a lot. Okay. Well, that's okay. Okay. We'll get right. through it. And I believe that this is a part of the uh, group of musicians that Katie was telling me it would be fun to uh, do uh uh, married partners. Okay. Uh, but we're not. This is a gal by the name of uh, Courtney Patton. And uh, I didn't find a lot about her, her but, uh, but she's described as a, a storyteller. So she's also a mother, a wife, a producer, a singer, a songwriter, a tour van driver, and a musician, as well as a world traveler. When does she sleep? Uh, well, she has kids. Oh, uh, most likely never. never yeah. yeah. Okay. But uh, she really has a great style. Um, you know, it, it says in, in here, uh, for her, heartache isn't just described, it's tangibly felt. Mm, uh, which okay. is a kind of a neat quote. Yep. Uh, but this is from her album, uh, What It's Like to Fly Alone, from 2018. Courtney Patton doing Shove. <laughs>
It's just sometimes you can't see until you pull yourself away from all the lights. In the darkness now I lay here finding comfort in the stillness knowing you've been here beside me this whole time. And it's still a long way up to getting back to who I was. And I watch the leaves fall down about ten times and grow back tough. Need a shot. It's still a long way up to getting back to who I was. And I watch the leaves fall down about ten times and grow back tough. Before I found the nerve to say, just can't climb another way. I need a shot. Just need a shot. Nice. Is that nice stuff? Yeah, I haven't ever, that's new to me. Great groove. It was new to me too. So thank you, Katie. That was another great pick by you. <laughs> a great pick. Yeah. Thanks, Katie. All right, Leo. Um, <laughs> so, I don't know, but don't uh, look at me like that. Let's just lay it on me. Let's see what you got. Okay. Now, I think I mentioned earlier, sometimes we go down a rabbit hole, you know. Uh-huh. In my case, I've, I've been pinballing. Oh, my. Oh, man. I've, been, I, I, I've done that. I've been bouncing around all over the place. And I, I don't even know how I got to this point, but I'm just going to tell you that I'm going to talk about John Philip Sousa. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Now, now, he's best known. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he wrote these marches. Uh, he was a, an American composer and conductor of what they called the Romantic Era, uh, known primarily for American military marches, of which he was obviously a master. And he actually earned the title of March King. And he wrote The Stars and Stripes Forever, which is the national song mm-hmm. of the United States. Yeah. And um, some for Fidelis. I mean, he wrote a lot of military stuff for the Marine Corps Band. Uh, but he get now here's what get a little of this. When he was a kid, he, this, he was born in 1854. So we're going back a ways. Okay. And um, he was, he was um, playing violin <laughs> and studying music theory and composition under a guy named John Esputa. And his father was a trombonist already in the Marine Band. And get a load of this. He enlisted Sousa in the United States Marine Corps as an apprentice at the age of 13. Oh, my. To keep him from joining a circus band. <laughs> Dad, I'm running off to join the circus, and I'm taking my tuba. No, we- you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You're going straight into the military. <laughs> off to military school with you, young oh. man. But wow. Listen, he just, he, I, there's so much to say about this guy. I mean, what a heritage he created. And uh, he lived to be a ripe old age, but he... Uh, I, I'm going to start off with a recording that was made in the 1890s, I think. Um, the original, I mean, this guy's recorded work goes way back. And they early on, what they did was they recorded to these wax cylinders. Right. Okay. Now, here's the thing. They, they could not replicate them. They could not duplicate them. So in order to get multiple copies of a song, like the U.S. Marine Band doing, you know, Stars and Stripes Forever... They had to set up a bunch of these machines around, you know, or in front of the orchestra, and they do a performance and stop. That was if they had ten machines. Okay, now they got ten copies. Mm-hmm. Load the machines up, play it again. Now they got a ten one, more. And a two. two and a, <laughs> play it again. Wow. Now, interestingly, if you happen to have found a cylinder that was the same lot, the same pass, because they were marked, 
as another uh, as another machine on the other side of the band, you could actually create a stereo recording. Oh, interesting. Yes. Interesting. Wow. And I look I know I've heard one before. I looked all over to try to find one. I haven't been able to find one yet. But yeah, it was interesting. That was done later on with tape too, when people recorded live performances like these blues guys. Right. It ultimately, you might find there was another guy on the other side of the auditorium, mm-hmm. and beam, they would get together and make a stereo recording out. Oh, well, cool. So I'm just going to start off with this guy, his most famous uh, march of all, and I'm going to start off with an original. So it's kind of a mix-up. I'm okay. starting off with an older wax cylinder version of the song, and then I'm going to finish with a, another U.S. Um, Marine band. Uh, from a version they did in the early 2000s. John Philip Sousa.
marching around <laughs> yes, Rosie. Have. Rosie's been the rocking. Rosie, the ring around the Rosie. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. That was a march tune, baby. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> okay. Uh, listen, it's getting weird. So what do you got here? I'm going to bring us back down a little oh, bit. Oh, good for you. Um, a few weeks ago, we played a tune going out by... Um, uh, Herbie Remington. Herb yeah. Remington, right? Yeah, Remington Ride, I think. Yeah, and remember, it's that crazy one with the drum that's going yeah. all oh, the way that's through right. it. That's right, that's yeah. right, yeah, yeah. But I felt like I wanted to get back to him and, and do something else. Here's an interesting thing. When I looked into him, his first love was Hawaiian music. Really? And that's what he grew up playing and learned to play. He had a, a band called the uh, Hawaiian Serenaders of Indiana or some something weird. Oh, wow. But he got into Western swing, and that's where he kind of did his deal. But in 1959... He released an album uh, called Herbie Remington Plays the Steel, but uh, it later was renamed Steel Guitar Holiday. So here is Herbie Remington from that album, 1961, doing Hula Palm. That's nice. Isn't that nice stuff? That is nice. That whole album is just really sweet. It's good stuff. The only thing that bothers me is that there are no uh, highways to Hawaii. <laughs> That's true, Leo. Because it would be nice to camp at the Shady Grove in, uh, you know, Oahu. Oahu. Yeah, yeah, Oahu. Yeah. That would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. Well. <sighs> oh, well, maybe we can get a sponsor that'll put us all oh, on a boat. Us and Rosie. That's right. Can you float Rosie <laughs> to the islands, please? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Boy. We are flat out of time. Oh, boy, we are. Man, we have gone down the weird road today, this time. Yeah. Boy, has it been fun. It is, man. I, I could do some more of this. Watch your step. Okay. Um, so, uh, hey, we need to figure out where we're going. Oh, that's true. Uh, so let's see. Uh, you threw the dirt la- uh, dart last week, so you get the map. I got the map. Okay. Hang on. It's Go wait, get the map. It's in back. Yeah, okay. Wait, oh, boy. Hey, look what I found. What? A pecan roll. There's one left? No, there's one left. No. Yeah, bring it out. Okay, I'm bringing it up. Here okay. you go. All right. Put that map we can up on the wall. It, I suppose. Here we go. All right. There you go. It's up uh, on you the got wall. It? it looks bad, but it's up on the wall. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll get the dart. It's in spoon drawer spoon two. Drawer two. Uh, 
Got it. Okay, good. Okay, I'm get, ready. Get in the circle. Okay, I'm good. Okay. You ready? Yep. One, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, let's see. We went west. Well, that's not um, too far. Li- oh, South Dakota. South Dakota. We can do. Oh, with that. you're not going to believe this. What? Sturgis, South Dakota. Sturgis. There's a city of RV park there, I guess. Oh man. Cool. Ooh, I well, know. Be fun. I know a lot of stuff about Sturgis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, break out your tank tops. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. We'll uh, pick up, get out of here tomorrow, and uh, get on down the road. Uh, this has sure been a weird it's trip this weird. week. It's been yeah, fun. It's been weird. Okay. All right. Well, this has been the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's, it's the Darien. Darien.